Welcome to CII Radio. I'm Luke Holloway, editor of The Journal. In this episode, I'll be talking to Carlos Thibault. In this episode of the podcast, we're looking at the impact that the cost of living crisis, interest rates and the Bank of England's inflation report are having on the UK mortgage market. We're joined by Carlos Thibault, Chair of the Society of Mortgage Professionals. Here's my conversation with Carlos. Hello, Carlos. Thanks very much for joining us on the podcast today. My pleasure, Luke. Glad to be here. Excellent. Thanks for finding the time to, to speak to us. It's a real pleasure. So obviously, Carlos, there's been a great deal happening across the UK mortgage market um, throughout the whole of 2022 and, and as we begin this year uh, as well. Could you begin by giving us a bit of an overview of some of the key developments uh, in the mortgage market as, as we get into 2023? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think for me, it's a positive start to, to the year. Um, it's uh, it's encouraging that the swaps uh, have come down quite significantly. I think it was a tight, a small blip uh, a day or so ago, but the trend is very strongly downwards. And we're already seeing the result of that in terms of new product launches from, from lenders. So for the first time in a while, um, we've seen five years. Uh, products launched at just below 4%, which I think is is really encouraging. And sub-4 for five-year fixes, um, there's a bit of choice there now, which I think is extremely encouraging. What's clear is that lenders um, want business, um, the strong competition for business, and I think that's good for advisors and certainly good for their customers. Absolutely. So there's certainly some positives to take. Moving on to interest rates then, Carlos, these have been um, widely reported across the news and we've recently seen a further increase at the beginning of February. What are your thoughts on interest rates, uh, their impact on the market and uh, where you think they'll peak this year? So I think a lot of the the encouraging movement on products, um, lenders have already factored in and anticipated base rate increase, which, uh, as we know, um, has been announced at at 4%. It's substantially below um, the the forecast that we were seeing at the end of last year, thankfully. And I think um, the general consensus is perhaps they will peak at 4.5%, so perhaps one more uh, increase in base rates. And I think um, the general consensus is that we may then start to see base rates dropping off very slightly towards the end of this year. But um, that will be dependent on uh, the Bank of England's um, forecast and uh, results in terms of inflation. It looks like uh, the worst increases are behind us. That's not to say inflation still isn't a concern, but clearly increasing interest rates is part of the strategy of of um, managing uh, increases in inflation. And it looks as though, assuming inflation stays on the trend that's been forecast, that we should see rates peak at probably 4.5% base rate and then potentially start to decrease through the rest of this year. 
That's um, certainly encouraging to hear. In terms of mortgage products, then, Carlos, um, the Bank of England has reported that the number of mortgage products available has, has recovered since October last year, um, when, of course, we all heard that many were being withdrawn. And also the interest rates on new mortgages have been declining since November. Um, should we see uh, those as signs of confidence among lenders? Absolutely. The key, I think, is that lenders have got appetite to lend, lenders have got appetite to be innovative in terms of products, um, and there's clearly um, strong competition for customers, and um, the increase in products has been quite dramatic in terms of that recovery. So I think you know that is very much a sign of confidence among lenders in, in the market going forward into the rest of this year and into early next. Excellent. In terms of house prices, indicators have shown that they've fallen over recent months um, after several years of, of strength. Do you expect prices to, to evolve in a similar fashion over the coming year? What are your thoughts on, on how that will affect the market? Yeah, I mean, I think a point to make on house prices is is that it's incredibly regional. So there are huge variations up and down the country. Um, but as a as an overview of of this year, I, I think what we're seeing is not so much actual price decreases, although clearly there are some there is some evidence of that in some regions. But I think it's more about a slowing down of price increases, uh, the substantial increases that we saw you know, post-COVID and the recovery of, of the mortgage market and the stamp duty initiative. So I think we're seeing a, a much more uh, stable marketplace in many ways. Um, certainly, there's no evidence to suggest that um, there is going to be anything like a house price crash. There will be, you know, regional adjustments, local adjustments. And I think what it shows is that the housing market is remarkably resilient. You know, there is... Um, the laws of demand and supply very much operate in housing. And, and the fact is, there is a huge demand for housing and, and there isn't enough supply. So I think all of those things suggest that we've got a stable market this year. I think it was definitely a slowing down of, of price increases and in some regions, marginal reductions in, 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 in price. Absolutely. Stable uh, certainly being the key word there. That, that's that's good to hear and very encouraging. And in terms of those um, looking to, to purchase a house this year, um, obviously, you know, mortgage advisors really kind of showed their value towards the end of last year when there was kind of volatility. Um, what advice are you now giving to those looking um, to perhaps purchase a house this year, also first time buyers? Yeah, I think, I think that's an interesting question, Luke. I mean, <clears throat> there's been lots of uh, doom and gloom stories in newspapers and Whilst it's true that we've had three months of reducing activity, um, I think there's early evidence of people being interested in, in purchasing, uh, the slowing down of reductions in property prices that we talked about. Um, I think all of those things are things that are driving interest, uh, early interest in the market. Uh, and I think for many people looking to buy a house, um, we've seen rates starting to come down. Uh, and, and let's not forget, you know, although the rates that we're currently seeing uh, increase over what we've seen over the previous sort of seven or eight years, let's not forget that historically the rates that we're in now are perfectly normal and actually very ordinary uh, in, in terms of uh, the last sort of decade or two decades of, of interest rates. So 
I'd suggest it's actually a good time to buy. Um, if you want to buy, you know, this is a, a question of, of customers feeling that they need to move. And if they need to move for good reason, then they should be moving. There is no um, no reason to, to, to hold off buying a property uh, in the current environment. It feels fairly stable to me. Um, if you can afford the rates that are being offered uh, and you're doing your work with your advisor in terms of affordability, and I think it's a great it's a great time to buy. First time buyers, same thing. Um, you know, there is evidence that prices are softening, particularly on on new build, and um, the rental market definitely has an influence. And we know that the rental market is now going through a very significant change. And some landlords are selling. Um, the amount of uh, rental properties are reducing. Uh, and we've got um, house prices flattening or, or reduction slowing. So I think for many uh, first-time buyers, it's a good time. You know, lenders have still got an appetite to lend. Uh, we're still seeing very good uh, uh, multiples in terms of uh, loan-to-value um, and income uh, multiples. So I think this is as close as any uh, as a good time to, for first-time buyers to be looking out there and, and looking at buying their first property, to be quite honest. That's great to hear. Um, and, and is there kind of similar guidance um, that advisors are giving to those looking to remortgage this year? I mean, perhaps in the coming months, but maybe at the end of the year, are, are advisors kind of saying to, just to wait until perhaps the market does settle down even further or should they be keeping an eye on, on, on what's available now? It depends entirely on your circumstances. If you're coming to the end of the deal, um, what you probably don't want to be doing is going on to variable rates, which are floating around the 7%. Um, and that, for some customers, may be uh, an intolerable strain on, on, on their income, given the you know, cost of living increases that we're seeing. And what I would say is that it's essential for customers to talk to advisors. And I think there's a responsibility for advisors to make sure that they reach out to those customers, make themselves available, um, make sure that customers are aware of the interest of advisors to talk to them about their forthcoming remortgage um, transactions and make sure that they understand the options, uh, not the least of which is really understanding a customer's circumstances. So is there anything that is going to change this year? Um, and what is the impact on the household budget and make sure that they're um, considering all the options. For many, you know, a, a product offer from, from a lender might be the right thing. Um, but I think it, the onus is on advisors to make sure that that they look at those individual circumstances and make sure that, that the best solution is being offered to that customer, you know, given their current circumstances and potentially any change of circumstances. Indeed, and, and certainly another opportunity, yeah. Um, for advisors to show their, their value and, and to you know give that reassurance and guidance to, to their customers. Obviously, it's been a, a busy time for uh, the Society of Mortgage Professionals as well, Carlos. Um, can you give us a bit of an update finally on, on the work that, that you're doing as, as a society and, and what you're offering members in 2023? Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of resources you know, on the website to help advisors in terms of the uh, engaging with, with customers around um, the, the changes that we're seeing, consumer duty being, you know, a very important change. And actually, 
you know, the, the guidance we're, we're giving to, to advisors really ties in with consumer duty in terms of the importance of engaging with customers, the importance of understanding uh, the, the, the best solution for that customer in terms of value for money and ensuring that the customer understands what they have, understands the benefits of the products that they're being advised on, and to ensure that, that those products actually fit their circumstances and address um, the issues that they may have individually. You know, clearly we're going through a difficult time uh, for, for many customers, and, and actually many customers of advisors will have been used to very low interest rates, and for some of them, um, although, as we've said at the top of this uh, podcast, you know, encouraging your rates are coming down and products are competitive. Nevertheless, for some customers on uh, products that, that they've taken out a few years ago, the increase in price may well be a bit of a shock. So I think it's important for advisors to, to understand that, important for advisors to, to make themselves accessible. And, and actually, my personal belief is, is that in these unusual circumstances that we find ourselves in, and for many people, there will be significant strain on budgets, that it's important that they partner um, with appropriate organisations so that they can sign both customers. You'd hope the most customers... You know, it can be dealt with with appropriate advice in terms of products, whether it's remortgaging, whether it's uh, talking about their protection and whatever it might be. But for some, you know, there will need to be a conversation around debt management. And sometimes uh, some of the specialist charities, I think, will be an important part of the mix of advisors talking to customers and making sure they have all the available advice, whether it's our own professional advice or specialist organisations, um, to help them in, in what is, for some people, some families, will be very difficult circumstances this year. That's really important to, to mention, Carlos. Thank you. And we certainly direct listeners to find out more from the Society of Mortgage Professionals. Um, you can visit the, the website of the society at smp.org.uk. And so all that remains is for me to thank you for, for joining us on the podcast today, Carlos. That's been really interesting, um, really insightful, and I'm sure a great listen to uh, uh, mortgage professionals and, and the wider market as well. So thanks for, for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening to this episode of CII Radio. If you'd like to find out more, you can visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at CII Group. So until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs>